Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Josh Reed, Channel 4 Sports Director. Join me now on the Wester Hotline. What's going on, Josh? How you doing, buddy? My dude, I deserve two welcomes, right? Yeah, you do. I, I don't know. I, I, had, I had some problems with my connection there, but we're good to go now. Okay, so what is your go-to horse move if you're playing horse in the gym or the backyard or something. You're going to do this horse thing with these NBA and WNBA players this weekend. What's your go-to horse move? You know what? I got really good. I, I played basketball through, throughout high school. Not that I got really good at it, but I was good enough. I was serviceable. Um, so I played a ton of horse. I, was, I got really good at the shot from the corner behind the backboard over the corner of it. So if you're off to the side but behind the backboard – shooting it up over the backboard and nothing but net. I got actually pretty good at it. That's awesome. Mine is bouncing it off from the foul line. I stand at the foul line and get one bounce up and in. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this thing on uh, Sunday, though. This horse contest, there's eight different players, four different matchups, and then they're going to go into, uh, like, you know, Paul Pierce is going to be a part of it and uh, Chris Paul some WNBA players, and then they're going to dwindle it down to Thursday. And it's a real thing. And I just think it's very cool and funny and fun. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think we're all so thirsty for any kind of athletic competition. that it's. I mean, I catch myself all the time watching these old sports, you know, the throwback Final Four games. And, you know, it, and it's fun to kind of look back and watch them, but it will be nice to kind of see some current athletes you know playing and even though it's just a game of horse it (laughs) kind of signifies a lot more to sports fans just to be able to watch guys compete a little bit no doubt about it uh let's uh stay on a little personal here before we get to the football stuff how are you and the family holding up and i know uh you know you just got married you have a a child on the way so you're in a little different boat than a lot of people how's everybody holding up and how you doing with it all everybody's good knock on wood um you know it's not like unlike anybody else, you know, there's days when you go, okay, you know, this is going to be fine, everything's going to be good, and then there are moments where you catch yourself going, wow, you know, when does, when does anything get back to normal, you know, and you, you start wondering, and when it does get back to quote-unquote normal, what does that even look like? And, you know, it's not like unlike anyone else, you, you ride the wave of emotions. I mean, I just, I just left the grocery store. I mean, we had done a really good job of getting groceries delivered. 
um, which I thought was pretty good, and it was it was not that expensive and kind of helped keep that social distancing a thing. And holy cow, I just walked into a grocery store and spent an hour in there, and it was jam-packed. By the time we left, there was a line outside to get in to the grocery store. It was it was insane, and it's so hard to social distance when you're in a grocery store. Um, you know, so you walk down an aisle to go get something, and people are walking by, and it's you do the best that you can. And you know, I never thought, I never thought I'd be that guy, but I am now. The my in-laws made um, they have a sewing kit, and they made some masks, and they mm. shipped them to us. And today, when I was in the grocery store. My wife and I, we we had our masks on, and yep. you know it's 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 uh it's a strange reality right now that we're living in. No doubt about it. And um, you know, having a child on the way, I'm sure that makes you a little bit even more apprehensive and protective of everything. I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I will say this: my station, um, you know, Channel Four has done a really nice job of of allowing us to work from home you know, do a lot of stuff. I'm able to do 90% of my job from home before I get into work so that when I do get into work, it's walk out into the studio, do the on-air stuff, get back in my car and leave. (laughs) Um, So it's been, and and there's never more than one person in the sports department at a time. And our cleaning staff, man, I can't begin to tell you how, you talk about MVPs. Right. I mean, they're there. They're there. It seems like they never leave, and they do just an awesome job. And and uh, yeah, so you know, everybody's just kind of doing their best. I mean, and obviously, I know you guys are in that same boat where you're doing most of your stuff from home now. And that's just yep. the way it is. Yeah, I'm in the uh, update booth today. I'm not even in the main studio. You know, I come in here. I'm in the update booth, which is not used as much these days. And you know, it used to be used a lot more back in the day, so that's how I'm doing the show today. We got Brayton. He's there's a hallway and a room separating us. I can still see him through two different things of glass, but you know, we're not interacting. We're doing our best, and um, you know, I I opened the show up today, Josh, by asking a question to my listeners and online, which is, have you realized that sports plays too much of a role in your life throughout all this, or have you gone the other way and realized? how much more you need it in a positive way. Now, you and I, we make a living in sports. I don't think it's fair for us to answer this question the same way people who don't make their living in sports, but I I don't judge on either of that. If someone said, hey, I had to take a step back, I, I've realized that maybe I should take a step back from sports after all this, or other people may say, boy, I realize how much I need them. I don't think there's a right answer. Obviously, it's to each his own, but I respect either there. Yeah, I think everybody's got their own journey, and I will say this, and this is – I'm basing this purely off of what I read on social media. Uh, I, I think that everyone initially went into this whole process, me included, thinking, you know what, this is this is going to be a good time for me to disconnect a little bit and, and connect with some stuff that, you know, that I need to kind of get back and dive back into and get myself. And that lasted for about six minutes. And then I was like, wait, where's sports? <laughs> where, 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 hey, where's the next game? Where can I find – when's the Masters? You know, I find my – I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to really get back into, you know, practicing my guitar. I'm going to get – and then, you know, I find myself painting the baby's room. So that's not the same. Right. That wasn't that, – that wasn't what I, the stuff I wanted to dive into. No, I, I hear you on that. And then 
What I've realized, and, and you tell me where you are in this, I, you and I are very similar. Obviously, we're very good friends, but we're about the same age. Uh, we played high school sports growing up. We've been around athletics our whole life. People mean a lot to us. People in general just mean a lot to us. And I, I found myself thinking this this week, especially about after what happened with a dear friend of mine, Coach Tony Percival, who, by the way, thank you very much, your station put something online about his passing. You know, it's about the relationships, really. It's not just about missing the sports. I miss seeing you guys. I miss seeing my colleagues down at One Bills Drive. I miss getting together and doing things around sports, going to a sports bar and watching games. Not even the professional side, which, of course, I miss covering them. I miss the human interaction and the camaraderie of what it brought to me. So we are we are cut from the same cloth when it comes to that because that – just like you said, you can zoom all you want to zoom, and and that's great. And trust me, that has been very helpful. I mean, our wives and you and I, we recently did something with with Heather Prusak, the newest member of the Channel Four Sports Department, and John Scott, and we kind of had a a couple's date night via Zoom, yep. and and that was it was great because it was at least a little sense, a little taste of socializing you know so that was nice but man just you know you miss being around like you said being at one bills driving it's going to be so strange this year that the draft is going to come and we're not going to all be at one bills drive in the buzz that gets created in the room and you know everybody's talking about every pick that goes off the board within the media members and you know, you're sitting around, and you know, the, as soon as the live shots come on for the TV, it we're all lined up in a row, and you know, the lights come on, and we're all loud, and we're all speaking over each other, and it's going to be weird. It's just going to be so strange that first round. I, granted, this year would have been different anyways because the Bills did, don't have a first round pick, um, but yeah, just being down there for the dra- draft and and this year. You know, going to be covering it now from, you know, the station. And quite frankly, most people are going to be covering it from home. Yeah, and the draft is one of my favorite times of year, one of the favorite weekends to go down there and be down there with everybody. And, you know, we're all there putting in long hours and we're talking with each other. And I always, I described it on the air like we're like a family. We all fight about things and we all love each other about things, right? I mean, we we talk about our golf game and then someone says, don't talk about your golf game. And then we give each other uh, garbage about one thing and then we hook up front on something else. It's like a big family. And that's that's really what it's all about. Yeah, it's a, it's a you know it's a brotherhood and a sisterhood and yeah and I mean there's there are very few things as gratifying as like you said putting in that long day at One Bill's Drive and you know and and then at the end of the day when all the live shots are done and everybody has their stories up on the web and you just crack a beer you know a bunch of us usually sit around and we'll have a beer and just kind of chat and talk about everything and it just it's going to be different not having that. It's, And, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're sitting here and, you know, yeah, we're complaining because this, this impacts our real life. But uh, we also understand that there are far worse issues that are, people are, are going through right now. We both get that. But it's just, you know, for us personally, you know, it's, it's something that I, I really thought Nate Geary, one of your coworkers, had a good point when the whole golfing thing, mm-hmm. you know, they put the kibosh on it. And he said, look, you know, I love golf because I fell in love with it a couple of years ago because it was a stress relief for me. Something that I do that makes me not think of everything else. You and I, 
that that's part of our work. You know, part of our work is we get to cover sports. We're lucky because that's a little bit of an escape. And I know that that sounds weird, that work is a little bit of an escape, but it is for us. So not having that, that draft is kind of that outlet that we would normally have to just kind of get away and, you know, kind of put your mind on other things. And, and you know, it's a shame that, you know, the golf stuff was taken away. And I get it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, at the end of the day, right. missing out on a couple of rounds of golf versus flattening the curve and giving it, getting everybody healthy again, that's, that's obvious. It's a no-brainer which one is more important. But there is that mental health side of things for a lot of people that, you know, golf and, you know, and in our case, you know, covering the draft even, you know, there's an escape to that. No, that's right. And like I said, it's the escape mentally. It's the camaraderie physically. Even if you're standing apart from each other, just being able to see somebody you haven't seen, check up on them and things like that. Josh Reed joining me, Channel 4, WIVB in Buffalo sports director. Uh, how do you um, how do you go about covering sports when there's no sports to cover, Josh? What do you do? You know, we, we have to talk for three, four hours, and we're doing things like this. We're bringing people like you on. We're, you know, just talking about the situation. We have our own challenges, but for TV people, they rely on highlights. They rely on press conferences. None of that's going on. How do you do it? Well, we, we're very fortunate because for years now, even going back before I got here five years ago, um, we've gone to the NFL scouting combine. And then every year we'll count 30 days back from the first round of the NFL draft, and we'll do a 30 prospects in 30 days series where every 6 o'clock news we profile one of the prospects. And it's great because you you do your best to look at 30 guys that the Bills are definitely going to kind of hone in on, maybe a position of need. A little trickier this year because – we go to the combine and we interview Caleb on chase on right outside linebacker. Oh, that'd be an interesting fit, right? Well, he's going to go in the first round. He's not going to be hanging around in the mid fifties. So there were some guys that we did come back with that you go, Oh, right. This guy would have been great, but the bills aren't going to draft him. So, but you still, it's great because you get to profile and kind of give viewers an idea of, okay, now I can put a face with that name and, you know, maybe the Bills will be interested in that. So, you know, we do that. We've been profiling guys. And then, obviously, the Bills have been tremendous. I mean, they've given us, you know, Brandon Bean and Josh Allen and Isaiah McKenzie. And, you know, I was able to get on a Zoom with um, Stephen Hauschka the other day and just to kind of check in and see how he's been and how all this has impacted him and his workout routine. Because, to me, if there's one position that can – you know, self-isolate the kicker. That's all they do is self-isolate, <laughs> right? That's right. Yeah, that's a good way. So, I got I got Reed Ferguson coming on at the top of the hour. Be like, dude, at least you can long snap to like a a bottle top or you know, a bottle or a can. You can place something. You know, like like a, a quarterback thrown into um you know a tire. At least you could do something like that as a long snapper. Yeah, exactly. So there are a couple of positions that, it, like like I said, like field goal kicker. I mean, you go out there and. Put it on a tee. I mean, we how often do we see him inside Adbro and he's got it teed up and he's just by himself kicking anyway. So hey, I had um, I, I had John Harris on the uh, Houston Texans sideline reporter uh, before you last hour. We had a really good discussion about the DeAndre Hopkins trade, and then we transitioned into the Stefan Diggs trade. Now now that we're removed from both, I, as you as your 
sports analyst, put your sports analyst hat on as the, you know, looking across the entire league, not just the Bills. You know, what do you think about all of that and DeAndre going for what he went through for, Stefan Diggs going for what he went for and how it shapes the AFC? Yeah, I mean, I think, and then, you know, and even a bigger picture than that, how about, how about Cooks getting traded reportedly, right? How about three, like, legit veteran wide receivers that are really good all all on different teams now and all being traded for draft picks. Well, obviously I know, I know that David Johnson was was in that in that trade as well, but yeah, you know, I, DeAndre Hopkins I, I don't know what Bill O'Brien is doing. It, it's it's really really interesting and I had a chance to cover Bill O'Brien when I was covering Penn State and uh, and he was down there and I I like Bill, but some of his personnel moves you know, he has a lot of power down there in Houston, and um, and he's he's calling the shots. So if they work, he's going to get all the praise, and if they don't, he's going to get all the blame. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, I was perfectly comfortable with what the Bills gave up to get digs, and I know that there's not really a middle ground on that. People either are fine with it or they just think it's a terrible deal. They gave up way too much. Um, I, I'm fine with it because the way I look at it is they 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 believed that at 22 they were not going to get it was not going to be guaranteed that they were going to get an impact receiver that was a number one guy and and I, I agree with that I think that this is a great wide receiver class but there's always there's always an unknown with a rookie there's always an unknown with a draft pick there is no unknown with Diggs right. There's no unknown. Mm-hmm. We, we know exactly what Stefan Diggs is. Now, we're still finding out what Josh Allen is, right? So we're hoping that Josh Allen can continue to grow. And But I look at it this way. Stefan Diggs makes Josh Allen better. This is an investment in Josh Allen. I don't know that a rookie wide receiver comes in and makes Josh Allen better just because he's a rookie. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that happens. And with the way this is all shaping up, they now have a veteran wide receiver who has been there, done that, knows what it takes to get ready for an NFL season, right? So if the preseason shrinks, they lose OTAs, and they lose these mini camps. Well, a rookie doesn't know. They don't know. There's all this unknown. Stephon Diggs, he knows what it takes to get ready. If If they have two weeks to get ready for... Week one of the season, he's he's gonna you gotta believe he's gonna come in ready, knowing what it takes to be ready for week one of the season. I agree. John Harris said the same thing. He said, you know, at least a veteran, you you can get by. You don't have to be on completely same chemistry, same page. If you tell a veteran, hey, when he does this, you do that, you can get on the same page by kind of getting your way through it, so to speak. You know what I mean? You don't have to have all those reps. Sure, you want them, but look, the Bills aren't the only team like this. They're in the same boat as a lot of teams, but the, the advantage the Bills have is they got everybody coming back. Their OC, their quarterback, the terminology, and Stefan's the only one that's got to learn it. And, and I know it's comparing apples to oranges a little bit, but see, see if you can kind of make this connection with me. Hey, what do we see in these these Pro Bowl games all the time? Right? These guys have never practiced together. Right. But guess what? They're really good. That's They're right. veterans. They're veterans. They they know they can go out. They hey, you know, they the, the terminology is going to be different, but. They're going to get on the same page, and I mean, I, I know that it's a stretch. I get it. Pro Bowl, there's no defense being played. But, I don't know, to me, 
especially the way this preseason is shaping up and lack of preseason and things getting condensed. I'm, I am way more comfortable if I'm Brandon Bean having Diggs coming in versus, I don't know, you name a guy, T. Higgins, right? Right. If it's T. Higgins, T. Higgins doesn't, doesn't know what the inside of an NFL locker room looks like. Great point. It's a great point. It's not just the on-field stuff. It's what goes on, how to handle yourself on a day-to-day basis. And if you have no acclimation process, that hurts that speed-up curve, obviously, even more. Before I let you go, Josh Reed, Channel 4 Sports Director, joining me here on the Western Hotline on WGR. I got to have you tell the world about your son fixing a flat for the first time with you and how <laughs> fun and cool and scary but awesome it was. Yeah, you know what? These days of quarantine, you know, you look for anything and everything uh, to do. But um, so we're in the middle of not only we're in the middle, you know, we're getting ready to have a baby here in a month. Uh, we're also relocating. And, you know, we, we my son's with us and and we pull in and we park and my windows down because it was one of the days when it was like 60 and sunny out pull in pull, you know pull pull in and all i had my window down and i hear and i mean i knew exactly what it was I, oh no that's definitely a flat tire and and to ha- to be able to hear it you know that it's a like it's a hole so we get out my son looks at it and he goes oh we're gonna have to get get towed we're gonna get it now luckily we are already at our new place so it was wasn't like we were in the middle of mm-hmm. nowhere and he goes, we're gonna have to get towed. And I said, no, 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 we're gonna get, we're gonna get a uh, punch on your man card here, buddy. So my son's nine, just turned nine years old, and we, we got the spare tire out of the back of my Jeep, and we got the jack out, and he was so into it. He was like, this is cool. And I showed him how to do it, and I mean, I, you know, I was doing it, but I let him do a couple of the cranks and showed him where everything, and he just thought it was the, the greatest thing and i let him bust a couple i'd bust a couple of the lug nuts and i'd let him spin it the rest of the way off and he just he thought it was great and it was and then a couple of times that later that day for instance he he facetimed with my nephew back in ohio and he said hey tyler now tyler's 12 so he's a couple years older and he said tyler he goes do you know how to change a change a flat tire (laughs) tyler goes no and he goes i do (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's that it's that it's that rivalry. You know, oh, yeah. he's a couple years older, but guess what? I know how to do some man <laughs> stuff. You know what I mean? He, I did, uh, but it. He, it was great, dude. I mean, it was a, it was turning a negative into a positive, and it was something that I'll be sixty, seventy years old, and I'll always remember changing a flat tire with my nine year old. No, and he'll always remember it too, man. It means a lot to him, I guarantee, and he'll always remember that for a very, very long time. Of course, by the time that comes, and he has to tell the story as an adult to say, let me tell you about the time that I was really young and I had to teach my dad how to fix a, fix a flat. That That's what that's <laughs> going to turn into. Yeah, well, and then and then he'll be telling his children, and they'll go, what are tires? <laughs> that's right. Flying cars will be by flying then. around on some hoverboard <laughs> or something crazy. Hey, buddy, thanks for joining me, and uh, be safe. I know you will. I really appreciate you coming on today. Hey, you too, Sal. Tell the family I said hello. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.